Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason, so this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. So today we're going to talk a little bit about a book called The Heavens Are Open, written by Wendy W. Nelson. In chapter 5, she talks about the warning signs, what the prophet says and what the Spirit tells us to do when it says that we shouldn't do certain things, when it warns us. And uh, she's talking about how she had a question during general conference and that she was using it in a spirit of fast and prayer and she was asking if she should be accepting a proposal from this man or getting married. And uh, in every speech it was talking about marriage. That time, she got the message at the end of the day that she should not marry this man. After a few years, she found those tapes again and she listened to it, but this time she had a totally different experiences. And not one single of the speech was about marriage. Not one of them. And nobody said, don't marry that man. But that was what she heard during that day and she had that question. So in the scriptures and in the speeches that we listen to and read that sometimes we can get certain messages that we're ready for and other times we will get totally different messages. And um, she was saying Richard G. Scott's words was the Lord does not force you to learn. You have to use your free will and give the permission to the Spirit to teach you. Have you had one of those experiences where you got an answer from above, from other people, like general conference or during a meeting or in the scriptures? I've had those experiences many times. But the experience that popped into my mind when you read this was the experience I had driving to work maybe 10 years ago. I was driving, it was late, it was winter and it was dark. And I was sitting in the car and I was driving there. Um, It's a 15-minute drive from where I live. And I was sitting there and I worked part-time in the evenings. And all of a sudden I heard this voice inside of my head saying, Stop the car. And I was like, What? Stop the car. And so I hit the brake. And I was like, What? (laughs) And all of a sudden this big moose comes out just in front of my car on the road. And I was just sitting there looking at it and a car came from the opposite side and just hit it. And so I had blood and moose things all over the car and I was just sitting there shaking. It was such a um, disturbing experience. But for me, hearing that stop the car and just doing it without questioning it, it hindered me from hitting that moose. And the car that hit it was a big SUV. And mine was just a little car. So it would have been a lot harder impact had I hit that moose than the other car that did it. And I had a hard time driving that road for months after that because it was, yeah, I didn't like it. It was a shock to say the least. But that voice is something that I've heard more times in my life. And the times that I didn't listen to it, 
it had really, really horrible results. So I kind of made a promise to myself to if I ever hear it, I'm going to listen no matter what. And that was one of the experiences that really stood out to me when you read that. Chapter 6 says that we should be diligent in searching for the Christ light. And this is something that's very interesting for us since we've been talking a lot about Christ now in the December calendar. And she asks the question, do you need more light in a certain subject? Does your mind need to be enlightened? Or do you need more light in your life? What kind of light do you need? What kind of light would help you the most today? Is it a healing light? A light that gives comfort? Or a light that will calm you? Or a light that will make you more reverent? Or do you need a light that will revelate? Or a light of hope? Do you need a light that will make you inspired? or show you the way? Or how about a light that can transform your heart, make your knowing bigger, or touch your soul? Do you need a light that will hold your hand, embrace you, or be a more loving, a more caring light? Do you need a holy light? Do you need the light of Christ? And she goes on saying that the light of Christ is all of these kinds of lights and more than this also. And I thought that was really, really nice to listen to. And that's why I wanted to read that part. For me, that's kind of interesting because, I mean, I grew up a member of the church. I've always had the church and the teachings inside of me. I've I've always known what the church and the scriptures say about everything. But then again, I've taken classes in psychic abilities and mediality. And one thing that my teachers always tell me, that you have such strong Christ light inside of you. And when you heal people and use the healing abilities, you use the Christ light. And I was like, what? And for me, that was just maybe, it was confirmation. That because in my entire life, I've had Christ close to me. He has been my big brother. He has been my savior. He has been the light in the darkness. And he's always felt close to me. So unknowing, I've used his light whenever I needed it. He's that lighthouse on top of the cliff. He's that beacon that shows me the way. And he's been that loving hand that held mine or carried me in my despair or darkness. But it was so interesting that people with no absolute knowledge of the church or spiritual or in that kind of way, they would repeatedly tell me, that you're using the Christ light. You have the Christ light. And for me, that was sort of confirmation because I've always felt him near me. And it was so nice to hear them say that. It made me feel even closer to him. And she goes on saying, in regards to the Christ light, she's quoting Elder Bruce R. McConkie when he's talking about the Christ light. And he says that it's the force that helps the divine being and it's the force that helps the divine contact between the divine and their children, both for the people that are doing right, but also for the people that are not doing right. And that the light of Christ have a way to build you up and to inform you and also lift you up for both men and women. And this is something that they're called the conscience. That's what everybody can use to separate what's right from wrong. 
And uh, Elder McConkie says that the Christ light is how the Lord invites you to better your situation and to come to him and partake of his gospel. And in the scriptures, in Doctrine and Covenants 88, 7 to 13, it says that the Christ light is the sun, the moon, the stars, and the earth. Well, I really like this chapter about the Christ light. And uh, maybe we'll come back to it because I think that the Christ light is something that we'll be talking more about in the future, don't you think? I think I already talked about it in the pod, the Advent calendar. I think I talked a little bit about the Christ light. And didn't I do a meditation on it too? <laughs> you see, we're so smart. I was like, don't, I kind of have a memory about doing a Christ light meditation with the fountain of white. Yeah, we did. <laughs> anyway, but it, since it's so in our lives, we'll probably talk more about it. And if you're interested in learning more, then just holler at us and say, hey, we want more Christ light. So we can do some more about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we did the Christ light. But what I was wanting to get to is that we can always do more Christ light because there's so many aspects of it. I think that we can, I can really do some research and like dig in. Okay, the Christ light invites you to more light and it invites you to do things that will bring more light into your life. The Christ light helps you to separate what's good from evil. So either it invites you to get more Christ light in your life or it takes away the Christ light that you already have. When we are searching for the Christ light, maybe we can find the answers to these questions that might be even more important that you realized. In the scriptures, they tell us to have faith in Christ and be faithful in Christ. Be completed in Him, pray in His name, be alive in Christ, believe in His name, to walk in the light of Christ, and to search diligently in the Christ light. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.